Hello and welcome to episode 28 of My Freelance Life, a podcast from the team here at Milo. I'm Preston and with me on the air today, as always, is my friend Andy. Hey Andy, how you doing? Hello, good, thank you. Good, it's nice to chat with you again. If you've listened to the show before, folks, you know that Andy quit his job about a year ago to start working for himself and this show is a fortnightly check-in, not necessarily a weekly check-in, but a regular check-in nonetheless with Andy to see what really happens when you decide to start freelancing full-time and working for yourself. You know, lots of people have questions about what it's actually like to quit your job, start working for yourself. You know, is it easy? Is it hard? What what parts are easy? What parts are hard? What's better than you expected? What's worse than you expected? And that's what we try to unpack on this show is exactly what it's like, at least in Andy's case, what it has been like for him to quit his job and become his own boss. You'll find show notes for this episode and all other episodes at FreelanceLifePodcast.com. That will redirect you to uh, Milo.co, our website. And you can uh, learn more about our other shows, our other podcasts as well at Milo.co. That's M-I-L-L-O dot C-O slash podcasts. I'm excited to jump in, Andy, because in real time here, it's been uh, a little while since we've talked um, for a few different reasons, right? But um, how are you doing? Yeah, I, I'm doing great. It has been a while, and and yeah, we just got off the Thanksgiving week, and yeah. maybe we didn't record a week or so before that. So I'm trying to think like what's even what's even fresh and new in the old freelance world right now. I mean, it could be interesting to talk a little bit about uh, you know freelancing through the holidays. You know, in the U.S., we have Thanksgiving. Obviously, all around the world, there are multiple holidays. That we're approaching you know sort of the um, December time, which is in, in the U S and around the world, just tons and tons of holidays. I think I saw the other day, there's like 16 religious holidays in December alone or something like that. So I don't know, is, have you had any sort of thoughts about how you're going to handle, you know, working for yourself? This, this will be your second, I guess, December or holiday time. But, um, have you had any thoughts about how working for yourself might impact the holidays? That's interesting. I don't think I, I have like, premeditated that at all but i i this last week um through thanksgiving i did something that i don't know that i've done well except maybe on our trip when we were gone this spring but um when we left so the first half of the week i was gone to celebrate my anniversary and then the second half of the week was thanksgiving and i just i totally left freelancing and i i think i better than most times when i take a few days off like i prepared for it planned for it let clients know which i mean that sounds like of course you would do that just don't disappear but then i mean there were like the clients i was actively working with and and then i put on like out of office autoresponders and i just let it go and I got a couple messages during that time, but I was like, it's okay. They'll see my message that I'm gone this week. And I don't feel like I have to explain myself or whatever. It's like, I just decided to take this week off and I did it responsibly. And now I'm just, I don't care. I'm not going to worry about it. And it felt really good. It was nice to just really let go for that week, let go of the freelancing items. You know, it's, I guess that's one thing you can count on is most clients sort of take off you know, this time of year or, or parts of this time of year. Although if you have clients, like, I I think it kind of depends too on your, uh, your industry or your discipline. Like I know obviously a lot of designers and marketers who like, this is their busy time, you know, 
Like if, oh, yeah. if they disappeared on Black Friday <laughs> or whatever, and one of their clients was a retailer and last minute they needed like a new banner or a, something, an image or whatever, a social media post, like they'd be in huge trouble with that client if they, if they decided that they were going to take a bunch of time off. And so I guess it can depend a little bit on the work that you're doing, but that's nice that you were able to kind of uh, back off for a little while and celebrate your anniversary, which by the way, congratulations. Uh, that's a big deal. And Thank you. And, uh, and also take some time off with family. Yeah, it was nice. And it, it's also nice being back to work, though, at the beginning of, or at, at the end of the vacation period. It, I wasn't entirely like excited to jump back in. But then when I start working on it, I guess maybe just because of the nature of me enjoying the work that I do, like I don't always realize it when I'm not in it. But then when I start working on a project again, I'm like, oh, yeah. This is fun. This is a good challenge. I like this stuff. Yeah. So, and I, I think now I'm back into the, the swing of things. It's really interesting uh, how much, I, I've noticed as I've worked for myself, how much I uh, almost get antsy to keep working on stuff, which I can't decide yet if that's healthy or not. Like I can't <laughs> decide if the inability to take large amounts, because I, I mean, I realized by the time I took off the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and then through Sunday, that was like five days that I took off basically from work. And I mean, that's, that's a fair chunk of time, you know? Is that the longest you've gone since you've started doing this full time? No, definitely not. Like we took the kids to Disneyland. That was a week long trip or maybe eight days. Uh, and Cammy and I uh, went to Las Vegas for a little while. So that, I think that was six days all in, you know, getting there and hanging out. Anyway, so no. Uh, but, but, you know, it's, it's a decent amount of time for a guy who's, who's lived like eight years in corporate world where taking (laughs) off like two days at a time is a big deal. I don't know. Yeah. It's nice. This is one of those things that, um, I mean, you, I could have done this had I been in a, in a typical like corporate environment, I could have taken off the extra days before Thanksgiving, maybe not all jobs. Like, like yeah. you mentioned with the industries yeah. and, and even some jobs because of the fact that you're already getting for us with Thanksgiving, like Thursday and Friday off, maybe a lot of places aren't cool with you taking out re- the rest of the week. So it's kind of hit or miss. But with this, I don't know, it, it's just, this is one of those great things about freelancing that you really can just be like, this is a week that is important to me. And yeah. so it doesn't matter where it happens to fall in the year. It doesn't matter how many days off. I've used up this year. So, and the fact that I don't have to count those anymore. Oh my gosh. Isn't is, that glorious? It's such it's a relief. Amazing. <laughs> you don't have to think about like, well, I know I'm going to need three for <laughs> around Christmas. We have this camping trip plan. Well, it's just, no, I, I mean, I will suffer the consequences because I won't be getting paid during that time. But if I can justify that, then it doesn't matter. I don't need to. Yeah. Don't need to check in with anybody in that way. And honestly, you could get to the point where you are getting paid when you take those yes. days off too, right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's, that's for me a big, a big part of my business goals is like to say, how can I actually take the days off and still get paid? I, I would love to get your take on, I know there's, I don't know if you've heard of this or seen this around. There are um, some like freelancer, freelancers or solopreneurs or like online business people who um, I've seen that they, they'll like just take off quote unquote off, you know, all of December or like the last half of December or December 15th to January 15th or something. And then, and they'll sort of go off the grid. I know like Paul Jarvis, um, 
who talks a lot about freelancing and solopreneurship, he, he at least stays out of your inbox for, for most of November and December. I don't know what he does personally for work, but I know like, um, lots of people do really extensive, like year end reviews where they'll like Airbnb a cabin and go stay there and not do any sort of day to day tasks. They're still thinking and working on their business, but, but they're not like in the administrative stuff. They're not running promotions. They're not trying to sell and make a bunch of money. I know, uh, I, I've, I just read, I am reading a pre, uh, pre-release version of Paul Jarvis's book company of one, which is amazing. You should read it. Um, we'll be sure to put a link in the show notes, but, um, he talks about a friend of his who like basically just figures out how much money he needs or, or it was something like he, he tried to figure out how much money he needed to make it through the end of the year and still pay his expenses. And then when he reaches that point, he just spends the rest of the year like surfing and rock climbing, which I think is awesome. Um, He focuses more on sort of having enough instead of like growing, 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 growing. I don't know. Do you, has any of that sparked any sort of thoughts for you? I don't know that I have necessarily a specific question, but has that, sparked any ideas or thoughts that you've had about the nature of, you know, taking time off versus continuing to grow your business, et cetera? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like, I really like those ideas. I haven't necessarily come across that aside from the idea of, you know, end of year reviews and stuff, but not to the point of, of like the going out to like uh, on a retreat or whatever. So these are, I hadn't necessarily heard this before, but I really like this. And I would, I want to plan to do that. Not this year though, I don't think because uh, we're trying to pay off some things right now. And so I need to, I feel driven to do like get a lot of work in before the end of the year. And it's like, it's like a good healthy drive and I'm okay with that sort of yeah. like, pressure to do it. Um, but I, I really like that. And I, I would think it'd be interesting to do like the one person said, figure out how much money you need and work until you get there and then just take the rest of the year off. Yeah. Yeah. Might be for some that might be easier said than done because to drop everything and then come back up and like like that actually at right. first my first thought was maybe that wouldn't work well for me just but then the more I thought about it I thought well why not like I do have some long-term clients for sure but at the same time I also just I I have a, a decent amount of turnover where I'll do a project for a month or two. And so the people I'm working with now wasn't necessarily working with a year ago or six months ago. Some of them I was, but then uh, the, the fact that I could just stop, come back in six months and be, maybe it's easier because of working through Upwork that I can then all of a sudden become available to, to people needing work done. And yeah, it's something I, I will definitely consider. And even though, I don't have to necessarily wait till next year to do it, but if things are going well, it might it might be like, hey, we're gonna take April off and travel or or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I love yeah, that's true. You don't have to even you know do it at the end of the year. Like you could just say, you could even break it up into quarters or like half years. You could say like I you know in order to pay our expenses and and sort of have enough. I think the story Paul was telling was his buddy said, you know, how much do I need to pay for my expenses and also have some money to like in, invest so that I can, he wasn't just like sort of scraping by. He was saying like, yeah. you know, and, and then his goal was like, how do I then shorten from 12 months to 10 and a half months or something? Right. And, and can I still make the same amount of money? And then just when I'm done, I'm done and I can, I can do what I want to do. But, um, I, I don't know. I think, I think, um, well, I guess what I was getting at is you could break that up into, into quarters or half years as well. And just say like, mm-hmm. 
this quarter I need to make X. So if I can make X in the first two months of the quarter, I'll just sort of chill the last month of the quarter. I just love this idea of sort of thinking, and it's probably because I'm reading Paul's book, but it's I yeah, love that's this idea of like thinking. I'm definitely gonna think about. Yeah, thinking differently about growth and like going, 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 going. You don't have to be doing that all the time necessarily. It feels like the, I mean, some of the stuff that's talked about in the four hour work week and that's yeah. hinted yeah. at in the title even, but that you can restructure where your time is spent and where your money is earned. And it doesn't have to be nine to five every day yeah. for the first 40 years of your life or 50, whatever. Uh, wait, 50, that would be probably excessive. But um, but it, it could be like, I'm going to put all my work and scrunch it up and what's the word? Front, front load it into the first half of the year or the first three quarters of the year and then take it off. And not all industries allow you to do this. Some industries are kind of built this way. Maybe like teaching, you get to take the summer off more, yeah, more or yeah, less. That's a good point. That's a good point. And, but so much of like what a lot of us are familiar with are like typical office jobs, nine to five all around the year. But if you have the ability and not, again, not all industries maybe can do this, but if you have the ability, no reason why you couldn't squish around. Even we do it on a micro scale too. Like I can work from 4 PM till midnight because like I'm really in the zone and I didn't have to work the whole rest of the morning. Like we can take that zoom out and do the same thing on a, on a quarterly scale or a yearly scale. So true. And I I don't think I've definitely like, I've appreciated being able to do that on a day to day and even on the week, like I'll work on the weekend and I took Tuesday and Wednesday off. And actually I was going to say, I haven't really considered it or done much thinking of how to apply that on a yearly scale, but that's not at all the case because looking back at this year I did take like a month off mm. and we went traveling. For that. Yeah. And then, so I, maybe I, I already did it somewhat, but I like the idea of thinking about it and planning for it and intentionally saying like, I'm going to take X amount of time off this year, or I'm going to see if I can get to the point where I can just take off for a few months. Now that's yeah. it. That's motivation right there. <laughs> yeah, really. You could take two months off. Yeah, really. Before we jump into that, I do want to thank really quickly our sponsor for this episode, The Neat Company. When you're running your own business, like Andy's doing, there's a lot of, uh, there's a ton of sorry, there are a lot of things to keep track of is what I'm trying to say. You got uh, business receipts, invoices, mileage, business cards. There's all of these things you have to keep track of. And that's just financially. Neat lets you eliminate all the extra paperwork and avoid hours of data entry. So you can use the Neat app or your email or a scanner. You can input all of your important documents and quickly and easily access them later. Neat will verify all the information. They'll organize it, make sure it's accurate and make it very searchable. So if, if, for example, if all you can remember is, is the first name of some client you met two years ago, um, Neat can help you find their invoice really quickly or their business card or whatever you're looking for, maybe to drum up more business for the new year. From there, you can create financial reports that you can use yourself or you can send them to your accountant. There are lots of options with Neat. Listeners of this show can try Neat completely free for 30 days by visiting neat.com slash MFL for My Freelance Life. That's N-E-A-T dot com slash MFL. F L again, that's 30 days completely free. So, you know, try it out, see if it helps you get organized. Uh, and if it does, you can stick with it again. Thanks to neat for sponsoring this episode and, uh, my freelance life. We really, we really appreciate the support, but the, the one, one small thing I sort of hate about myself right now is that I'm naturally thinking, um, would I be bored? Like, 
like I really enjoy the work that I'm doing. You know what I mean? On my business. I, I do. I mean, to be 100% clear, I work from like, from like 1030. Like when we get on calls at 10 a.m. my time, I have to really hustle in the morning to like be ready for work. Because <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, like I usually spend, I, I have a bit of a morning routine where I exercise and I eat breakfast with my kids and we get the kids off to school and like all this stuff. And so, um, so I don't, I, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a workaholic. Like I feel like I work from about 1030 or 11 till about four. <laughs> and then I, and I take like an hour or more lunch in there somewhere. So like, I'm not a workaholic, but, but I do, uh, I do get a little antsy. Like, like if I were to take two months off, I'd like to think that I could just, you know, go, I don't know, camp and see things and read travel and read books and Yeah. But, um, but I don't know if I really could. And I sort of hate that I'm not sure that I would be able to do that. Now, if I was like going somewhere insanely cool, I probably could. But if I was sort of home doing like staycation-y things, I don't know if I really, I think after a while I'd probably get antsy and cranky. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's, that's uh, there's definitely something to having a project to work on. And whether it's in the form of your work or a business you're building and probably most people, if not everyone who's gone a significant period of time without having done that, you notice like you want to start feeling a a purpose and it doesn't have to be in the form of like any financial gaining activity. Mm. Like you might find uh, that, that you're, there's this other thing that you're really passionate about that you want to work on or build and and it's with no financial goal in sight with it. But I, I know that there have been periods of time in my life when I have just been without work for a while and at the same time also without any particular like project to work on and it starts to wear on you. And then I, I don't think I realized it at the time, but then as it, wear, as it wore on me, I was like, wow, I just don't have anything I'm really working on right now. Yeah. So I think that antsiness is, is a, a pretty natural thing or at least you feel it and I also feel it. <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe we can, you know, it's, it's, it's always, I'm always hesitant to like assume that everyone listening has the exact same sentiments or lifestyle or whatever that we do. Um, but I think it might be fair to assume that the majority of people who want to work for themselves or who are working for themselves, there's a certain sense of ambition there. And I think maybe those are related, like with ambition also comes that uneasiness of like not doing, not, not um, making progress on something for an extended period of time. I think what I need to get better at is like, is like finding other things besides work. I mean, I do spend a ton of time with my family uh, and sometimes you forget that that's a, that's also a thing that you work on and it's a thing that you make progress Mm -hmm. on. But, Mm -hmm. um, but I maybe need to find like a hobby, (laughs) like something that I can feel fulfilled doing um, that doesn't bring in money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point because you have to fill that, that void with something and oh, maybe you could take up like model cars or something. That's right. I do play a lot of, I do play with Legos a lot. So that Ooh, maybe, yeah. count. <laughs> but you know, I use my kids in as, as an excuse to, <laughs> do that, so. no excuse needed, <laughs> no excuse required. Well, good, man. Tell me just sort of generally how things are going. Like clients are good and business is good. And yeah, I, oh, and I actually, I think this is new since the last time we talked is that I, I have another client at my full posted rate. I think it will end up being a 
well, I don't know for sure, but I feel like it's going to end up being a relatively short project. So it's awesome that it's the full hourly rate, but uh, it won't necessarily be this major cash cow, but just the fact that it's more validation that, hey, that this this rate is acceptable by yeah you gotta love the validation and yeah and and i started working on that project yesterday and i i really enjoyed it i i don't know i i felt really good about clients lately there have been some moments of like a little bit of anxiety or overwhelm with all that's going on but over the last few weeks i feel like i've i've done pretty well at keeping like a level head about it. And this has not been the case always in the last year. There have been times when I really have gotten worried about things or, or stressed about getting it all done or maybe put like filled my plate too full. But I don't know, the last few weeks or months, I feel in control. That's, that's what it is. I feel in control and um, I'm not, I'm doing well financially like compared to previous months, but I still have a ways to go to be where I want it to be and where it needs to be to truly make it sustainable. But all in all, I feel, I feel in control and I feel like I could sit down, get work done, move on and not sit and stress about it or whatever. So that's maybe more about the emotional side of things than like the logistical side of freelancing, but that's a real part of it. And I just felt, I don't know it's felt good the last little bit. I like that. Yeah, there there is definitely a difference. Uh, if you're not careful, like it, it can everything kind of turns into a job eventually. I mean, even work you love becomes a job, and at least I've yeah. found like that that stress of there is a very real stress that you don't face at a day job of like making enough money to support yourself, whether whether it's just you or whether you have you know a big family and a big mortgage or like whatever you're on that wherever you are on that spectrum. Like there's, there's a very real pressure to, to pay for whatever you, your, for your lifestyle. And, and it all rests on your shoulders. Like it's all pretty squarely on your shoulders. It's not something that you experience kind of in any other way. Yeah. I, that's totally true that you feel a different pressure though. It's maybe compared to, a job where you have a sufficient income, it's more stressful in in that way. But there, there are probably people out there that have jobs that are insufficient income, and yeah, and that that's could good. be that's even more point. stressful because not only are you not making enough, but it you're would stuck feel there. Even more like you don't know what you can do about it. Aside yeah. from finding a job, which likely they're trying to do or, or whatever the right. case may be. At least at least with freelancing, if there's the stress of like, I don't know how I'm going to make enough, at least I, I know that theoretically it's possible. And I, and it's just, I mean, it's, it's not, it doesn't require a major shift of like a new job or yeah. getting a second yep. job yep. or whatever the case may be. It's, it's something that's more easily achievable logistically yeah at at least at least it it feels that way like you feel way less trapped and when i when i say that i don't mean like the trapped of like chained to a desk or having to clock in clock out or having to report to somebody what i'm talking about is like you feel you feel much more maybe coming back to the word you used you feel much more in control of your situation you know, like if, if something's not working, you can ditch that and try this other thing that you think might work. And you don't have to wait for your boss's boss's boss to approve the idea and give you budget for it. And like all these things, you can just try it 
And, um, and so you feel a lot more free definitely to be flexible and fluid with the kind of work that you're doing, which I, I think while it does bring an extra level of stress or, or maybe not stress, but, um, uh, uh, what, what am I looking for, Andy? Like an extra level of, um, of responsibility with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Of responsibility. It does, it does definitely free you up to, to do things the way that you want to do them, which I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but, but I agree with you is I guess what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think we, we often might get into these discussions and they kind of round back around to the idea of some things about freelancing are hard, but we still prefer it way more than the alternative. <laughs> Like that's what we could boil this whole thing down to. Maybe that could be the subtitle of the show. <laughs> <laughs> dear, dear listener, if you feel like every episode ends up being the same thing where Andy and I just talk about how basically we love working for ourselves. <laughs> if you need something else, please tell us. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter and <laughs> you can tell us to talk about something else. But um, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting. We started out talking about like, like how to handle the holidays, time off, flexibility that way. There is extra responsibility with all of that, you know, with, with the extra flexibility, whatever the Spider-Man quote is with, with, I don't know, <laughs> with, with great with power great comes great power responsibility yeah. or something like that. So yeah, yeah. But it does all come full circle. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> it comes full circle. <laughs> period. Stop. Period. Done. All right. Anything else you want to chat about today, brother? I don't know that I, that was such a, a, a fine a fine ending. I don't think I can add to that. Okay, let's wrap it up. And um, and maybe we'll chat more as the holidays here in the States continue. And um, we'd love to hear also from listeners, wherever you are in the world, whatever holiday you're celebrating. Um, we assume because there are so many that you're celebrating a holiday this time of year. Uh, even if you're just ce- getting ready to celebrate New Year's, which, you know, most of the world celebrates, we would love to hear how you're handling that with your freelancing, what, what kind of things you do to, to really take care of your business but while you also you know do those things you you know take care of family and spend time with family or loved ones yeah i'd be interested to hear how people what they do in the in whatever holiday seasons and how often they how how much they take away or if they feel really stressed that like i can't take any days off because i work for myself and i always got to be working or if some people are able to just say hey i'm gonna not do any work for two weeks or a month or five days whatever it may be yeah yeah, personally, I, I plan to take off. I celebrate Christmas, so I plan to take off, obviously, a couple days before Christmas. And then I love to take off that time all between Christmas and New Year's um, and just really soak it in. And then also, I love New Year's because then you just, like, hit the ground running. Um, you've had a nice long break. And the New Year is, like, one of my favorite times to just, like, figure out what you're going to do and and um, how you're going to rock the next year. So, anyway... Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys how you do that too. Okay, man. Well, thank you very much. It's been an honor, pleasure. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Before we jump off the air, just want to remind everybody that show notes for this episode can be found at freelancelifepodcast.com. You can also there's also a little button there you can click uh, to leave us a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. Also, your review helps other people find the show and uh, helps us tell. Andy's story, a little bit of my story of what it's like to, uh, you know, leave your job and start working for yourself full time. And um, just wanted to also remind you that we have 
a few other podcasts. We just launched a new podcast called Artist CEO. It's a very cool narrative podcast, very sort of NPR style narrative podcast about Shannon who runs a creative agency and her battle between, you know, being a creative but also being a business person. Super interesting podcast. You can find it at milo.co slash podcasts. And the theme music for this show was a song by Joaquin Carud, which I still love. It's called Road Trip. And uh, we will talk to all of you next time on episode 29. It will be of My Freelance Life. See ya. Ta-da.